Hey kids, welcome to Problematic Feral Cancel Bait, the short series where we watch all the movies with all the dog people that turned everybody into furries in the 90s and the early 2000s. I'm Saverin. Bark, bark. And I'm Ajax. <laughs> and there's a wolfaboo across from me. <clears throat> Sorry, the universal translator glitch there for a moment. I'm Fuzz. Yeah. So tonight was the first time that I have ever seen the movie Balto. <gasps> I was shocked. I have seen the art of the characters since that came out, and I was mm-hmm. on the early internet and VCL and the like, but yeah. I'd never actually seen the movie from which it was drawn. And so now I can say that I have. And I'm like, it's not terribly surprising, considering I also have not seen Stallion, or of the or Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Yeah, well, I'm like 2003. You're not missing much. Ooh, you just pissed <laughs> off the horse furries. Oh, don't you want to have the seductive nickering? Oh my god. It was pointed out to me by one of my mutuals that, yeah, that movie, the horses don't actually talk. It's all over, all narrated over. Oh, yeah. And there's actually a cut of that movie where they cut out all the narration and it's just horse noises. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's not what we watch tonight because that's another movie I've never seen and we yeah. can watch. I, we should watch it sometime. But Balto. Balto, yes. 1996, with Kevin Bacon. Jim Cummings and a bunch of other people. So but I was twenty when this came out. Bob Hoskins. Yep. What yeah. Ninety six. I was ninety six. Okay. I was. I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually right in when I was seeing lots of animated films like that and was totally into that style of film. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Lion King came out ninety four. Yeah. So yeah. So I was all about the Disney animated movie or just. Anim- talking animal animated movie back then mm-hmm. and just somehow never saw it happens sometimes and in the ter- early 2000s when i saw it it was just something cartoon network would just play all the time yeah like you just turn on cartoon network sometimes and there'd just be balto mm-hmm. yeah. get an appreciation for that wolf dog that scruffy ass beast i did i always <laughs> wanted that dog sausage those sausages in that scene were so you know well animated they were actually <laughs> people bumps <laughs> They were. <laughs> I forgot about that line until it came up. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. But yeah, this was a not fully traditionally animated film. There's a few CG flourishes in there. Yeah, but this is like I think the ice cave has some the CG ice cave. Flourishes. Some of the animation of the sled with mm. the musher on the back. There's little tidbits here and there, like the end scene with the zoom out and the people waving their arms are just like you know flat shaded CG people, but. It's an SD, so, you know, standard deaf movie, you're not going to really be able to tell mm-hmm. until you have an if iPhone. they all have eight fingers on each hand. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, no, that was if it was an AI. You know? <laughs> Actually, this is just CG. Okay. You know, it's like, when, in the future, when people get all into, you know, AI art, they'll be like, no, sorry, babe, put on the extra fingers. Yeah. So, you know, this is a fictionalized take on the... You know, bringing the diphtheria, that was it? Diphtheria. Yeah. Diphtheria antitoxin. To uh, Nome, Alaska from the end of the train line. Yeah, like, it it had a kind of... to the From the town at the end of the train line, 600 miles to Nome. And, like, one element that I wasn't aware of, because, again, I had never seen the film, was, like, the opening part being, like, oh, it's an old lady and a little girl, and they're walking through Central Park with a husky who's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And then, you know, they tell the story, and, oh, they found the thing. Because I only know that the statue existed because there was that tweet from Kevin Bacon, where he's like, 
hey, I just ran into a celebrity. Aww. And he's in Central Park Aww. at the statue. Oh, that's cool. And he's cool. like, I voiced this guy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, that's cool. So I wouldn't have known that until this movie if I hadn't seen him tweet. So there's mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a kid's movie from 95, but it still has some of that kind of hard edge to it. Because, I mean, it is, hey, these kids are getting, like, wiped out by diphtheria. Yeah. And... There's a scene in the middle where the town coffin maker is making tiny child-sized coffins. Well, I actually think it's more depressing in that because I think it's this, it, he's the town woodworker. Yeah, and he's the one that made the little girl's sled at the beginning. Oh, so right. That, oh, there's shit. the thematic shift of now he's making coffins. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he knows he's going to need them, so it's just like oh. There was also the little yeah. background flourish in that scene where there was also a scythe. On the yeah. wall, yeah, I never noticed that. Which and it's like is really interesting because it's Alaska. That's yeah, not there's really not going to be any you know plant harvesting up there. It's just kind of there, but it, it fits into the scene. It was like, oh wow, okay, just I symbolism. It, yeah, yes, yeah. it was really interesting too. The credits for this film, like each character had their own lead animator. I thought that was really cool. So, like a lot of a lot of animated movies will do the things like traditional movies do, where they list all the characters and the actors that played them together and then they'll do all the animation staff later and this one did that like you said it said the voice actor that played them and then it had their lead animator their assistant animators and their the riggers and whatever the bear slash wolf unit oh god i love the bear slash wolf unit so that whole fight scene was done by a different unit I had never seen the film, and it was actually really well animated for being a kid's movie in 95. Like, it holds up as an animated thing. You can yeah. tell it's pretty sketchy. Like, the, the polar bears are yeah. animated differently than, like, anybody else in the film. Yeah, the polar bears <laughs> have this, like, sketchy, undefined aspect to them. But that's that's sort of, like, how they were designed, because they're very squishy. Yeah, they're the, yeah. They're the comedy relief that's not, yeah. like... They clearly the, don't have an internal bone structure. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the other, the black bear is drawn, like, a fucking sports mascot. Uh, <laughs> what it reminded me of is, like, the evil stuff from <clears throat> Ferngully. Oh, yeah. Where, like, they wanted you to know this was the bad bear and you should be afraid of the bad it's bear. It's a big, scary grizzly <laughs> bear. Yeah. I was thinking the um, the Black Rabbit folklore parts of the Watership Down animated movie, where everything's sort of the black and edgy, a lot more hard-edged character design as opposed to Muck and Luck, who are very rounded marshmallow fluff. Yeah. yeah, and then you have Bob Hoskins doing his bad Russian accent the entire film. Yeah. Because, you know, he's the it Russian Phil goose. Collins playing Muck and Luck. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, this movie was kind of a who's who of movie stars um, in that time frame. Bridget Fonda played Jenna. Yeah, yeah. and so, I mean, Jenna was a big deal. Kevin Bacon, obviously. It's kind of amazing that they didn't cast a big-name Hollywood actor to play Steel, because he's the lead villain. Yeah. and uh, But Jim Cummings is, like, a veteran voice actor. He basically used his Negaduck voice for, uh, yeah. for Steel. I just realized why this movie made me want to watch Brother Bear. Phil Collins sings the Look Through My Eyes song from Brother Bear. Oh. So every time the bears talked, it just kind of triggered that in my brain. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember I came across that. I had not seen the movie, but I got the soundtrack CD from, like, Toys R Us way back in the day for literally uh, a penny because they were zeroing it out of the inventory. Wow. 
That was not something you were supposed to do. You were, when you zero it out, you're supposed to destroy it, but I didn't like, give a who shit. who the fuck cares? Yeah, you know? exactly. But then I eventually saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is a, this is going to turn a lot of people furry, too. It's a movie I've never seen. <gasps> we're going to fix that. that. So, I mean, that's kind I of the whole point. I got to the point where I sort of obnoxiously avoided it for a bit, because, like, I had a person who was a friend who was no longer a friend who was very Therian, but in an annoying way. He did that. I'm spiritual, so I'm super deep and therefore a better person, uh. kind of thing. And he was and when he saw Brother Barry, he's like, "Oh, it's so spiritual." And I was just like, ah, "I'll avoid." <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of how things can be. Sometimes you have somebody who's way too into it, or you feel oversaturated by yeah, it. Which this was like 20 years ago, so yeah, know, yeah. I, I did hear that the raccoon was cute. There's moose in it. Yes. Right? Moose. The moose. Yeah, that are based on the Rick Moranis shorts from... There's like a an SNL of Saturday Night Live up in Canada, basically. Uh-huh. And they do these shorts. So like Rob and Doug McKenzie, I think the characters are. And there's Rick Moranis and another Canadian comedian. Oh. And the moose in Brother Bear are based on those characters. Okay. Yeah, they're just awesome. It's just funny because this whole reason that we watched it was because people started being weird about it on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, can we simp for this person? I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean as a word? But (laughs) then everybody was like, really piling on to this YouTuber. See, that's his problem. He's a YouTuber. Right, right. But there was a lot of like, quote tweets about, it's literally a real fucking wolf. It's like, yes, voiced by Kevin Bacon. It's a wolf dog. And his opponent is Jim Cummings as a wolf, as a husky, a big scary Malamute guy. The most fascist of dogs. Not not Malamutes in general, just just that one particular one. Because he was very fascist because he's like half-breed and he talks about like his pure blood and how he's better than everybody else. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. He He doesn't like Balto because he's half-wolf and it's just like... The uber-mensch, except uber dog yeah he even has like the german sausages at one yeah. point mm. it's just like, yeah you're you're fat he's also like a total narcissistic villain like the other dogs in town totally want his bone but he's yeah. like no as jenna puts it the only way he'd care about somebody is if they're wearing a mirror yeah that was so great i just love that scene too because she's like i like my meats cooked and it's Gee. like oh that could totally be about his balls well i mean hurt his butt <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too is like this movie was incredibly heterosexual. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, we're going to make these two dogs give each other fuck me eyes throughout the entire movie." Like if they had done this with gay dogs, like the conservatives would have lost their minds. <laughs> they would have literally just like exploded like from that Mar- uh, Martian invasion movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, um yeah. Mars attacks. Mars attacks, yeah. yeah. That's what we need. We need like Gay furry 2D animated feature length films. Tongo was gay. That's why they never talked. Togo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That was supposed. Wasn't that supposed to be the uh, one of the dogs in the film was supposed to be Togo because that was the other dog that like historically was part of it. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, you know, apparently it was brought up that like Balto doesn't have any descendants because he'd been neutered, but Togo's oh. bloodline is still around because he wasn't. Oh. So sad. I would have expected Balto not to have been neutered, being part. 
Well, he wasn't in real life. He was just a dog. Yeah, he was just a dog in real life. Oh, okay. Were, this is Balto is a very highly fictionized, <laughs> fictionalized account. Okay, of, I didn't. I, what next thing you're going to tell me? They didn't have two polar bears and a goose help them? No. <laughs> and did you know Anastasia lived at the end of her movie? Oh wow! <laughs> they didn't have a fucking bat and a weird necromancer. I, I was going to mention that we should watch Anastasia sometime too. It's like. Oh, is Bartok the little talking bat? Yeah, like, this movie was, like, it felt like the beta version of Anastasia in a couple ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just for the animation style, because you could feel the animation style moving towards the Anastasia style. Yeah, and so Anastasia it, came out, like, a couple years later. Yeah, because it's not like a... I don't mean that in, like, a bad way, because the right. animation and it's good. You can just see the influences influencing Anastasia as they move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, the whole time I was watching it, I just kept... Uh, Anastasia was another movie that kept popping into my head. Because that was the last movie that really was popular in that art style that I can really remember. I mean, no, then you had, like, when was Prince of Egypt? Because that was a little bit later. Was that a popular movie? It got fucking, like, it was, I think it got an Oscar. See, this is where we're, like, trying to think about movies in that timeline. because I've heard of it. I know, like, the last 2D Disney movie was basically... Well, it's Treasure okay. Planet, and then there was the Home on the Range. I didn't see Home on the Range, but... Prince of Egypt was in 98. And Astrology was 97. So they were being developed at the same time. Yeah, so... Yeah, and, like, one or two st- studios were trying to compete with Disney in the 90s mm-hmm. for 2D animated things, because with um, Little Mermaid exploding and bringing back interest in the field, other companies were like, okay, we need to compete with Disney. So you had, like, DreamWorks, I think, did Anastasia. And Correct. I believe Balta was 20th Century Fox. Yeah, this wasn't a Disney movie. Yeah. And, um, well, it is now. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Does that mean Jenna's a Disney princess now? She is. She's the Disney princess of Alaska. Yeah, there, there we go. Because, yeah, they did Prince of Egypt, uh, Road to El Dorado, which is another one I've never seen. Uh, oh, I loved that movie. Then, oh, of course, Shrek. And then it was like a few years later, a lot of these studios shut down um, because like they really wanted Anastasia to be like a massive blockbuster. And like a lot of people did go and see it, but it wasn't like bust the doors down like a Disney film was in terms of budget. Because they had like advertising for this thing everywhere. There were fucking Mm. super complex toys in like McDonald's or something like that. Yeah, I remember. You could have an entire train set. Oh, wow. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Like, I had all of it, I think. Um, and it was... I really wish I kept that because it was neat. But. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm feeling really old right now. I'm looking at their filmography and, hey, do you remember when Over the Hedge, the movie, came out? Yeah. Probably 2003? 2006. Uh, I, yeah, I remember I'm, seeing that with fucking furries at a theater. It, 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 yeah, I knew it would be after 2005 because I remember doing a fur meet to go and see it. Yeah, and, like, Anastasia was the last, like, big movie of that genre. Like, yeah, Prince of Egypt probably was big, but it had more of a flowy art style than... I just think of the art style from that and, like, Road of El Dorado, and they're very different from, like, Anastasia and Balto. I've never seen either of those. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's because this basically is when you were in your early, mid-20s. Right, yeah. Like, this is, like, like, peak Ajax childhood time. Yeah, yeah, like, there's a difference. Like, I stuck with the Fur Fag movies. That's why I was watching yeah. Go to the Theater to See Balto as a 20-year-old. I think it has a horse that's worth fucking. But, 
But like my Disney fag period was starting to fade by my early twenties. So I like like the last Disney afternoon show I watched was Goof Troop. Yeah. And uh like the last Disney film I think I saw I don't even remember I think I saw Hercules. I think I saw Hercules. I didn't see I still haven't seen Emperor's New Groove. I still haven't seen that movie. But yeah, like pretty we, much anything after <gasps> that. We have to make you watch that movie. It's so good. He's my trash llama. <laughs> That's another one that I um, I have an interesting history with. So like, so I knew a guy that worked on Emperor's New Groove, who's a Disney animator. Uh, I knew him through the furry community, and like, apparently that movie was very different when it was first pitched, uh-huh. and then it was changed a lot. And he had really liked the original pitch of it. So by the end of making it, he fucking hated it even though it became like a super popular disney movie so like like it even had a tv series the general feeling seems to be that it was a really good movie yeah um but apparently some of the people working on it were like not fans of the direction that it because it was originally called like empire of the sun and was supposed to be rather like a dramatic series yeah it was more serious it turned into a comedy but you and know, they turned it into like a musical comedy. So like, no, I it wasn't a musical. It was whatever, just a comedy. comedy. But yeah. so I can totally see like if you like you're like oh my new project is going to be this like super deep and serious kind of darker film. Well, and it, it turns into a comedy. I, well, it's a comedy, but it is a super serious movie because it's a movie about growth and learning to be better than. Is it quite a bit like Brother Bear? Like no. there's like an arrogant douchebag gets turned into a. An animal? Neither of those things, no. Oh. That is comparing a taco to a sandwich. Yes, they both have meat in them, but no. (laughs) I think the other thing, too, is that we're basically coming from three different generations here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's enough of a problematic age gap. (laughs) Boyfriend. (laughs) That I won't know to be your daddy. We did the math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the but there's going to be movies that each of us haven't seen necessarily. Like I've yeah. never seen Emperor's New Groove. I never saw Hercules, which is weird because that was like pretty early. Mm-hmm. I was just one I never saw. I've seen yeah. it like once, but I watched the TV series like nonstop. Yeah. See, that was the thing too. Mm-hmm. In the in that time frame, the Disney Afternoon well ended then the Disney Channel. There was a Hercules cartoon. There was an Aladdin cartoon, which was on like Saturday morning and Disney Afternoon. Like if they could turn a movie into a TV series, they would. There was an Atlantis cartoon. Oh, that was such a fucking clusterfuck. Oh, I have no doubt. Because there was supposed to be an Atlantis cartoon, but. It got shelved after three episodes, so then they turned the the three episodes into a sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and like, the sequel to Aladdin is actually just four episodes of the TV series smushed together into a feature. Yeah. Really? And then the third one was Return probably... Return of Jafar. Okay, yeah. because I was thinking of the one with his dad, and I was like, the one with That was dad? three. Yeah, okay. His dad was hot. His dad was hot. <sighs> He was fucking Sinbad, wasn't he? I think that was same VA, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Balto. We'll get back to Hercules real quick, so, though. Like, anytime I hear Aphrodite, my brain instantly goes, Aphrodite, the goddess of love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back to Balto. I mean, this is just really, like, us being old animation nerds and watching movies yeah, we haven't yeah, seen. Because... Yeah. Like, Balto is a fundamental stepping stone in animation. It is the... 
accumulation of so many things and so many talents coming together to make a really beautiful and fun movie. And also, like, the other point of doing this is that the movie itself is also important to the furry fandom in that it sure made a lot of husky furs. Oh, dude. Mm. The whole time she was calling her little husky blaze, I was like, oh, that explains a lot of huskies I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know I've seen huskies named blaze. It's just, okay, yeah, like, you know, you had the Lion King fans, you had the Balto fans, um, then you had the TF fans for Brother Bear. Like, you can point each, like, there's generations of furries where, like, yeah. where did all these lions come from? Well, they were they were kids in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Where did all these fucking huskies fr- come from? Oh, they saw Balto in its sequels. Mm-hmm. You know. Where did all these ponies come from? Oh, no. Pony girls. Who used to be... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I I do know a couple of furries who started out as bronies who just, like, painted, like, rubbed the cutie mark off their horse, and yeah. that's their persona now. Rubbed the cutie mark on, made bigger tits. Exactly. The brony to trans girl furry. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of those things that it's really weird that there's some people that want to give this guy shit about a character that is pretty fundamental to a lot of, like, hey, this is where all the huskies came from in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we filled a gap in our knowledge, or at least I did, because I hadn't seen the film. You guys had seen it. No, I think I, I think that's good, though, because there's clearly, like, there's a lot of movies that, like, you and or Ajax have seen, which I've never seen, and vice versa in this case. Dog and I had seen Balto quite a few times, and you had not seen it and like that's so yeah we should do this we go through yeah. like some big furry 90s animated movies yes that, that's the point yeah to emperor's new crew i mean we can do that i mean okay. obviously we've I all seen the Lion King. On DVD. We well have... i bet both of them are on disney plus anyway yeah right? yeah so we have brother bear we can watch i honestly have never seen oliver and company oh, i would that's... actually really like to watch that that's okay. a good one that's fun so there's that one i mean obviously like Ladies and Tramp, 101 Dalmatians. We've all seen those. You can, uh, I mean, Rescuers, people like, I know people. Oh, Lady and the Tramp, a.k.a. these two Italian gentlemen want to make these dogs fuck in the alley. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to realize that Disney just remakes movies to cut out the problematic bits where they're just like, here, here's this live action sequel where we have cut out the Italian bits and the anti-Chinese bits. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the, Whoops, the, the Racism yeah. uh, song. Oh, they sort of dropped that yeah, because of action. Real problematic. Yeah, oh, yeah. The way they drew them very much looking like the Chinese caricatures. Yeah. yeah like, was... if they could have given those cats buck teeth, they would have. I'm pretty sure they I had think them. they did. They well, just didn't have me. the hats. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a very long like, time. They have the. The really bad eyes. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and remember, like, this came out, I think I'm about to say the 60s or something. It's like, it came out, like, within a couple of decades of World War II. So, yeah. Chinese sentiment was not high at, at the time in the United States, I would imagine. So, it came out in 55, because I Googled it earlier. Ooh. Earlier. Okay. Ten years after the end of the war. Right. Let me, let me double check that. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of, like, Disney Renaissance era, like, 90s late 80s early 90s film i was with... spot on it was 55 wow mm. so i mean that was also at the time of the korean war too and so mm. we were fighting proxy war with china at that time anyway so really oh, bad geez. anti-chinese sentiment mm. then i'm not excusing the racism of the movie i'm just saying that like it's interesting what was going on in the larger world at that yeah. time it's like wow these cats are super racist ah because we were waging war a proxy war against that government yeah. ah right that's like how uh we are going to f- 
fight communism through these racist cats. Like, but going back to Oliver and Company, yes, apparently that's a play on Oliver Twist, and I never knew that as a kid. Oh yeah, because I've never, I still haven't actually ever watched Oliver Twist because um, because Oliver Dickens, yeah, it was Dickens, uh, yeah, all Oliver's this little orphan cat. Yeah. In New York City, and he ends up falling in with this group of dogs. And I don't know if you've seen that. I'm kind of explaining. Oh, I've seen Oliver and Company. Okay, but Saturn has. Seen I haven't it. seen okay. it. Yeah, um, I just know that it was also one of the earlier films that had mild use of CG, mm-hmm. though yeah. it came out after it, Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, it came out between Great Mouse Detective and Little Mermaid, so it was just one film short of the big sudden animation explosion. Top. Sorry we've digressed so much. Yet. Well, no, I mean, no, this also, is all topic because it, yeah, it's yeah. an animated movie. Th- this That's is us is. getting the idea together of like, there's a lot of these films that we've not seen that still have their mark on the fandom. I there's think a lot of Dobermans also... who came from Oliver and Company. Yep. <laughs> and or Road Rovers. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was probably... It's so hard to pick my furry awakening, but I totally had a crush on Blitzen and the Doberman. Mm-hmm. Or, um, Blitz and um, the Husky. The Husky um, was Son of a Bitch. Exile. Exile, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, I loved Exile. Son of a Bitch. <laughs> that was my Husky thing. Yeah. And stuff too. Well, and then anyway. we have <laughs> the, the British Collie. Colleen, I think. Colleen. Right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, we're going to make this... We're going to give this collie big old tits. Wookie did a whole series of prints of all the uh, Road Rovers characters being very fuckable. And it's like, why can't we reboot that? Could we please reboot Road Rovers? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, like it, it was very, it was fairly short lived. Like it only got like it had a season, had a season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the same time they had like biker mice and street sharks. Oh, street they were just sharks. throwing shit at the wall. Post Ninja Turtles, see what was going to street stick. sharks was so badass. I loved that show. Cowboys so of Moo Mesa. Yeah, that too. I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the mice and the Moo Mesa one. Bucky O'Hare. You well, we watched some of Bucky O'Hare fuzz. Yeah, it's rough, but <laughs> and it was also based on a comic, like Ninja Turtles were. Yeah, was. So I wonder if they were like maybe just going through their comics, like okay, N- Ninja Turtles really took off. What else have we got that's like kind of like that? Yeah, let's go through. I think all Bucky Ninja O'Hare comics. predates Ninja Turtles though. In comics, I don't know. No, in terms of animation. Oh, in terms of animation, I think so. Yeah, maybe because I know that's like ancient. See, this is what no pre-planning does to some motherfuckers. We're just sitting here shooting the shit. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's bone steps it anyway. Um, the 91 for Bucky O'Hare. 89 for the Turtles. Okay. I think. Double check me. Yeah. I'm pretty Turtles sure it was, was 89. Because I had the toys when I was, like, not a teenager. Uh, this is so hard to Google because there's so many versions of this. See, I remember back in the day you'd get the toys, but they would have a little, like, toy pamphlet, too. Mm-hmm. Like a miniature toy catalog so you could look through them and be like, oh, mm-hmm. that's so fucking cool. That toilet has a tongue that pops out in the eyes. Oh, my God. I was 87 was the first Terror episode. toilet. Ah, your first year Star Trek Next Generation. Oh. Bogley, bogley. I saw this. I, um, I saw this tweet the other day. And it was uh, talking about. It was a very. Are you old enough to have done this thing? When you were like, you would go through like the Sears holiday catalog and find the toy section and be like, look at all the shit that was coming out that holiday season. I did that with the Toys R Us catalog. Yeah, this is very much of that 
that kind of era. What's interesting is Amazon actually sends out a catalog like that because we've bought toys to this house because we're trash. Um, so they sent us an Amazon toy catalog for Christmas, and they do that fairly often. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. That's funny. Yes, I have a well, I still he, have it. He grabbed boxes. it and ran to his room and jumped under the covers and had a marker and a flashlight. <laughs> I He's, actually kept it because it has a bunch of cute foxes in it. He, he circled the toys that he wanted. <laughs> I mean, I do have a tiny little bandit on my desk right now. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're furry trash. Yeah, we're furry trash, but we're old furry trash. So we, we should we fucking talk respect about, our roots. We should talk about paws and the the hotness and utility of big wolf paws. And you know what they, they were, say about wolves with big paws, right? Big tracks. Yep. Yeah. And you know huskies and their little bappy paws, especially yeah. if they're girl huskies. Oh my god, I love how she had the the, the tiniest the, little daintiest paws. Well, well, she had the tiniest daintiest paws, and then she essentially broke her ankle. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. like she did the like the girly thing of oh, I broke my ankle. Of course, got, this was after she attacked a bear, so like it's a little bit better than normal. Yeah, but she got the like. Girl injury, yeah, from those movies, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, right. yeah. I mean, it was it was a good movie. It's fun, and like you should watch it. I don't know about the sequels, but you know, I know there's some other characters that people like from there. Apparently, there's character Alu, who's the daughter of Balto and Jenna, so they do get to fuck at the end. Good for them. Awesome. Who's like part wolf, and the wolf quest part is her like I gotta reach my roots. Oh, because it's Wolf Quest and then Flights of Change. Um, And I'm like, I don't know how planes factor into this, but sure, whatever. It's basically like she fucks a descendant of the goose, and then the daughter of the third one has wigs. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure that one is like the pressure of airplane travel transporting things faster than dogs to the north, and the huskies fearing losing their jobs. Oh my god, really? I'm pretty sure that's the, the, they're, they're that one. I'm fucking gonna look at this fucking now. Dick Turker Derbs! Dick Turker Derbs! Oh, South Park. <laughs> I. So, you know what? Google Flights of Change, and then it's like, Delta? <laughs> you know what's funny about the jerps thing the first time Saverin did that around me I just thought that was a Saverin being funny thing I thought you were making fun of like redneck accents in, in a general kind of thing no it was I did South not Park know reference. that that was a South Park reference for the longest time well I mean it's it's like it's and not a show from... I've ever watched though so oh, it's okay. like weird cultural osmosis right right much like how you know I can see the memes from fucking Right, yeah. But I've never seen had never seen those films. You know, like, ah, I've seen the clips. Pull the lever, Kronk, wrong lever. I've seen that, but I've never actually seen the movie. Right. We stand diphtheria daddy. As as a wee lad with unfettered internet access, you know, some of the stuff I saw on VCL, I could appreciate the Balto stuff without having seen the movie. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, Wings of Change is basically they're afraid of them taking their jobs. And See, it's it sounds wow. kind of cute. Actually, there's more that I don't want to go into, but but it literally is one of those like, okay, yeah, I call, again culturally osmos the themes of these movies, or looked at them on Wikipedia once or twice, and somehow had that lodged in my fucking head. <laughs> I can't do math, but I can remember a movie synopsis for something I haven't ever seen. <laughs> Let me tell you some theories about building a base in RimWorld, but I can't, you know, do quadratic formulas. <laughs> Head empty, I thought. Yep. 
just need little... to make a first-person shooter that involves um, calculus, and then everybody would be fucking geniuses. Oh. I thought you were going to say it involves shooting hot ones. It's like no, the only it's... way you know about parabolic arcs is playing worms. Like, like you have to uh, like do equations to upgrade your weapons, oh, and wow. you have to and like during the online play. You have to do them while everyone else is doing them, and you have to be the first to get the one. So, <laughs> the gameplay just slows to a grinding halt, and a guy appears on the screen and is like, the train leaves Cleveland at 3.45 p.m. And, oh no! You're like, scribbling this out. They just prop up Ben Stein's corpse. <laughs> Did he die? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. He can be a dead Narcanon. Yes. I don't know who he is, but sure. He did, he was, uh, unfortunately, he turned out to be a horrible conservative, but he did a game show called Ben Stein's Money. Oh, this asshole. But he was also the guy who did Bueller. 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 Yeah. Yeah, like I Googled him, and I'm like, oh, right, I've seen his bad takes. Yeah. <laughs> is he still alive? Or did COVID get him? Um, I don't forgot know. to fucking look if he was alive or not. This There's is a, no dead. Okay, so. <laughs> so I guess he's still alive. It says to present. So okay. Oh, okay. All right, I guess he's still alive. <laughs> he's not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I'm very amused by, like, wait, did he die? You're just like, I don't know. <laughs> I just said he had a corpse 30 seconds ago. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know, because like, that's the assumption. And then you know the kids that watch this movie a lot, because they're also the people who go and get their vaccinations now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the why, other fun thing, yeah. The, that's why I love the pin that I got by Ciroc, or yeah. on um, my lanyard, a little ball to vaccinate your kids. It's got the little needle yeah. underneath yeah. it. And you know, like, Balto, you know that boy has all his shots. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 I gave actually... Jenna a shot eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the needle's kind of thick. They got into some tight spaces there. It's part wolf. It's going to be about a little bit more than 15 minutes for observation, but we got to cuddle afterwards. <laughs> so how, let me great? show you how we keep warm on this boat. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if when we got shots... We would get like a little cuddle afterwards, like after cuddle. Oh, I thought you were going to go, wouldn't it be great if after you got shots, you got nodded? No. Like, that's where I thought this conversation well, see, was going. That's where your brain went. <laughs> yeah. No Cancel. like dog dicks. Be <laughs> a fucking 100% vaccination rate among furries if they were like, the only way to give you this COVID shot is this... this Dog cock dildo. Just close rip off. And the only way it works is if you cram the knot in for at least 20 minutes. And we have to make sure you orgasm from this. That's how it takes the effect. That's the end. We're we're releasing the antitoxin now. Well, fuck more huskies. (laughs) That's been problematic. Harold cancel bait. (laughs) I'm off Twitter. I can't be canceled. I am immune. Yeah. Fucking He's had his cancel shots. Yep. Yep. Can't be canceled anymore. I'm prehistoric now. I'm just on Mastodon. Word. I predate cancellation. It's like te- that Terra Nova TV series. I just went back in time to where there were like fucking dinosaurs to get away from all the shit in the path in the future. Ah. <laughs> so fucking dinosaurs then. Okay. Yeah. I've seen the art, you know. Yeah. Blue has their fan base. Everybody walk the dinosaur. <sighs> all right. So this has been a. Uh, 
supposedly a discussion about Balto 1996. <laughs> we mentioned um, him a couple times. But also just us rambling for 40 minutes or so. Yeah. It was a good movie. But yeah, it's I a good movie. We're going to continue to watch more feral movies because why not? <clears throat> ten big bappy paws out of ten big bappy paws. That's right. Yes. Yep. I could totally see how any of those three principal dogs could have totally nala a generation of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know. <laughs> You have your straight one, your gay one, and your um, asshole one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that you just verbed Nala's name, and yeah. that makes total sense it to do. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, that Nala, that sure nala me. Yeah, it sure <laughs> did. And you don't have to really explain. Yeah. All right, so enjoy. Good night, and big wolf balls. <laughs>